Welcome to episode number 63 of the Grab Blogger podcast. This is the podcast where we help academics change the world through online business. We're helping you by giving the tools, the strategies, the tips, and the tricks you need to build an online business and change the world with your research experience and your expertise. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we are taking a listener question and giving the five-step process that I use to hire somebody for tasks in your online business. So this episode is based on a question from the community, and you can ask these questions at grabblogger.com slash ask, A-S-K. There's a nice portal there where you can type your question in as text-based or even leave it as a, an audio voice message, and we'll answer those questions here on the podcast. So this was a bit lengthier of a question, but at the crux of it, the person was trying to or is trying to hire for their team. So it's their first hire. They have a couple tasks they need done in their business that they're doing now. They're taking a lot of time. They really want to devote that time somewhere else. So they're asking, you know, what is the best way to hire help for your online business? So I dug out some of the checklists and standard operating procedures that I have before for doing the exact same thing. I thought I'd share this on the podcast episode for this topic. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing what is this five-step process to hiring somebody. It's probably a bit of a shorter episode because we're answering this one question from the listener question pool at grabblogger.com slash ask. But if you have any additional questions you'd like to ask, you can go there and ask them. We'll answer them again here on the podcast. So in terms of the five-step process then, step one is to do the task yourself. And generally, I do this at least three times. The first time is to just test it, see how it's done, learn how it's done yourself. The second is to create a standard operating procedure. So actually in a Word doc or a Google doc, whichever you like, just write down the steps to actually creating the task yourself. And after this five steps, I'll give an example of how we did this for dustsafetyscience.com, my other business, in a moment. So the third time you do it then is to test the standard operating procedure. So now you've written it, now you actually follow through from start to finish and make sure it actually works to get the, the task done in the way that you wanted it done and that the SOP is actually workable. So, I mean, these are the minimum amount of times that you need to do it. You probably do it a couple more times, uh, four or five, just get used to it and improve the SOP. That is really the, the first step. Get to know and get to do the task yourself and create the instructions so somebody else can follow them. Step number two is to take a video of yourself doing the SOP. So there's lots of tools that can do this. I use ScreenFlow, and you can find that at the GrabBlogger resources page at grabblogger.com resources. I use this just to do a voice over screen of the SOP. So just actually doing the steps that are involved. Step one, here's what I do. Show where the most goes. Show what you open up, what tools you're opening, and how you're using those. And these are really helpful. The biggest feedback I've had from people that I've hired is that they really like these videos when we're doing these first tasks because it shows them exactly what to do. So this is a, you know, a good thing to do as, as you're hiring. Do you not only have the written SOP, but do a video of yourself doing the SOP as well. Step three is to do a paid test job with a couple of people. And I'd pick at least three. In the example that I'll give after here, we actually did as, as, as high as 10. Um, this is really, it's really hard to find, you know, the right person to find that superstar, that A player, whatever you want to call them right away. It's a lot better to, you know, do the test with a couple people and smaller batches and, and you know, use that to determine who's going to be the, the best fit for your team. So this is, you know, just do it once, do a small batch in the case of the example I get, I just ran the task through once with a couple of people. So, you know, you want to tell them, here's why we're doing this task. Tell them, here are the instructions, the SOP, here's the video, and have them actually do the task. And tell them it's, you know, it's a test. 
tell them that you're going to pay them for doing this task once or a couple times, how many times it is, but it is a test and you're doing it with multiple people and you're going to decide who you want to actually bring onto the team afterwards. So you tell them it's a test, you give them instructions in the video, then once they've done it, you evaluate and rank their performance. So you can come up, you know, you can do this any way you want. You can just go on gut feel, who you liked working with the best, who created the best result. Um, you can create some sort of ranking matrix with, you know, rankings from one to five on communication and on effectiveness and what the thing looked like. Or, you know, there's all kinds of ways to rank their performance. But at the end of the day, you want to come up with a system to determine who did the best job. Then you pick that person and you pick them to, to move forward with. And also a big thing I like to do is let the other people know. Say, hey, we end up going a different direction, but uh, I'd love to keep your contact information in case there's an opportunity to work together in the future. This is something that they'll definitely want to do if they're a freelancer. And it's also good for you. If it doesn't work out with the first person you pick, then you can go back and say, you know, you already have that contact and the connection. You don't need to start from scratch again. So you probably think now that you jump right into, okay, well then now I have a person, they're great, let's move ahead. No. <laughs> Step four is to do a small batch with the best person. So if this is something you're going to be doing weekly for a year or, you know, indefinitely, you want to bring them on the team, but do it in a, you know, a small way at first. So say do 10 jobs or do two weeks or, you know, do a month or whatever it is, some sort of fixed period, tell them up front that you're going to do this as sort of a trial period. So you're paying them the full rate that you would normally, but you're just saying, you know, we're going to do 10 jobs to start just to work out the kinks. Um, this is a great place to get them to provide feedback on your SOP and your process get them to recommend places for improvement. If you're giving these kind of feedback type tasks, it's really important because it tests their ability to interact with you. It also tests their ability to interact with the, you know, the business systems that you have and to, to provide feedback there. So you can get an idea of how they're going to work out over a longer term and also get a closer eye on that job as they're doing it in this, in this smaller set. And then step five is to hire that person on to do the job within your team indefinitely or, you know, for some period, depending on what kind of job it is. So as the five-step process, do the task yourself at least three times so you can create the SOP and test the SOP. Take a video of yourself doing it. Do a paid test with a couple of people. Evaluate and pick who the first, the best person is. And do a small batch with that best person just to make sure you made the right choice. And at the end of the day, hire that person to move forward with them. So I'll give an example here from dustsafetyscience.com. Back in 2018, when we switched over from my previous blog, which was mydustexplosionresearch.com, I built the whole new website out at Dust Safety Science, and I was actually going to the largest international trade show in my industry in April of 2018. And I'll put an asterisk here, or a side note here. This was four days after I defended my PhD thesis. I was going to this big conference to launch my, my company and do a presentation in the, the center stage here. I really want to have my website populated with the type of material that I wanted people to see at the conference. Problem was, I was only two months out, and I wanted to get like uh, 70 blog posts up. And these blog posts were part of our content curation, our content machine, where we're reporting on fires and explosions happening around the world. But we rewrite the news articles that come out in more technical language, and we also you know, include relevant standards, and we link them together. So we have this whole process of creating a lot of blog content on this website. This is something we've done now for a couple of years and we average, you know, a couple of hundred posts on dustsafetyscience.com using this content curation and repurposing strategy. But back then we had nothing. I just had this idea about doing instant reporting, about creating a global database 
on these fires and explosions to generate lessons learned. That was the idea is pitching. So at DustSafetyScience.com is a website. But we didn't have these posts up. So the way I did it was I followed this exact five-step procedure. I wrote the first five incident updates myself, and this allowed me to create the SOPs, how to do it, create the result that I'd like the outcome to look like. I kind of learned about how to do the research. I might even have wrote another five after this to get the first 10 under my belt just to you know, test that whole process. So with the SOP, with you know an example result, and with the video I created of following the SOP to do the research, to write the blog post, and to put it all together, I went on Upwork and put a job posting up. We had lots of uh, people reply for the job posting. And I hired actually 10 content writers as a test. So for my test run, I hired 10 content writers, and they all wrote the exact same new post. So we had an incident happen, um, explosion somewhere in the world, and I got them to follow the SOP, follow the video to give me a word version of the post that would go with that. Before they did it, actually while they did it, I also wrote it up following the SOP and following the process I created myself. So at the end of that test round, then I had 10 of the exact same posts from 10 different writers, plus the version that I wrote. Some of the writers you know, were better than mine, some were worse than mine, some didn't even follow the right instructions and wrote something completely off the wall. So it was really great to do this test run. It was really interesting to see. I also picked people with lots of different backgrounds and different price points. You know, a few that were charging, you know, very low prices, a few that are charging medium, people that were charging higher prices in order to get this range and this idea of what the quality difference might be. And then I was able to take this and, and, you know, rank people based on how good the post was, what their overall cost was, what their communication ability was. And I ranked this list and then pared it down to five. So I went from 10 writers to five writers. I gave each of these five writers then five more posts each. And these ones are all different. So this gave us 25 posts. Again, I was only, you know, six weeks away from wanting to, to launch a site um, at this international conference. So we had to get the post written anyway. So I gave them five each, this, you know, top five group. They wrote them up. I read them over. Then we pared down to two, gave them five more. And by this point, we had half the post written and then pared it down just to the one person and then gave them sort of a small batch the rest of the posts to finish out that blog content for that conference. After that, we hired the content writer, and they've actually been with our team now for almost two years from that hiring process. But from doing this, we were testing, again, different price points, different skill levels, different ability to communicate, different regions of the world. And it really allowed us to then pull that in and say, who is the best fit for our team? That's how you know we were able to hire somebody who's amazing now, um, critical member of our team, but also without the stress and anxiety of thinking, well, is this going to work out? We know it's going to work out because we did all these tests working up to it following this five-step procedure. So the last one I'll touch on is something else you consider is do you even have to do the test yourself? And the answer is no. Once you have a team that's you know, doing these sort of things, they could do really this whole step one and step two and even step three of this whole process. So they could learn how to do the task themselves. If they don't want to do it over the long term, then they can write the SOP, they can test the SOP, take the video themselves doing it, they could even go on Upwork and start to initiate the job process. Then you can just really come in and evaluate with them the results from the testing process when you're doing the hiring. So you evaluate the results, you pare it down to the best people, and you do a small batch of those. That's a great way to get them hired where you don't even need to, again, do the, the uh, stuff yourself. So, for instance, maybe it's you know website design or something that's just not in your wheelhouse to work on 
then you can get somebody else on your team to do this first couple of steps when you're doing this hiring process. So that's it for this bit quicker episode of the podcast. We Again, we were answering a question from the community that was on the best way to hire help for your online business. Again, these are submitted through grablar.com slash ask. That's slash ASK. If you have any questions like this or on this topic or any other topics about growing your online business, you can go ahead and ask those there and we'll, we'll get them answered here on the podcast. This episode, we talked about the five-step process to hiring somebody for your, your online business for your team. Step one, do the task yourself and do it at least three times to create the SOPs needed and to test them. Step two, take a video of yourself following the SOP. Step three, do a paid test with a, a couple of people, at least three people. Step four, pick the best of the three people and do a small batch with that person. Then step five, hiring that person to do the job within your team indefinitely or as long as that, that process is needed for. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions, email me at chris at grablogger.com. I answer all emails. You can reach out to me on at grablogger on Twitter, Instagram, and other social media can- channels. So always you can grab a transcript of this episode at grablogger.com slash 63. We'll actually pull out a, a checklist of this five-step procedure and put that as a, a upload or a download that you can get there in the show notes as well. Thank you.